Welcome to the Hollywood North, the podcast hosted by sleep deprived filmmakers about films for the ear holes of the general populace. I am your boring host, Isaiah Kane, and I am accompanied by a man who had to take out his medical benefits to get titty tassels so that they do not get hurt on his work t-shirts, Johnny Z. What's with the work insults, man? <laughs> hey everyone, Johnny Z here. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Our second whole episode. It only took us one episode to figure out we should sit down at a table to do a podcast like real humans. Humans who can actually look at each other. Sitting, we weren't not sitting on it. Literally last last time we were, I was here. I think I, there, I, the couch, the way I was sitting on it, was just riding up my butt the whole time. <laughs> so if it sounded like I had a couch up my butt, it's true. He had a couch it's up true. his butt. There was a couch up the butt. But now we're sitting at a table. We're a little bit more professional, getting things kind of lined up here. Yep. I got a pop filter. He has a pop filter now, so it's going to be You don't have poppy. a pop, pop filter. Yeah, I can hear that right now. Pop, pop. It's popping. I'm popping. That's amazing. I'm oh, so, poppy. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anyways, welcome to episode two, everyone. Oh, look at that. The sun has come out. It's a glorious day down here in the East Vancouver area outside of the sound studio here, which is where we're shooting things. I'm not shooting things. Recording our audio voices. Your living room is now a sound studio. Shut up. <laughs> Starting now. When you kick out everyone else that lives here and put up microphones, it's a sound studio now. Yeah, that's totally what it is. And I didn't kick anyone out. They're... Everyone else is at work right now. Mm. Prepping things. Shush. What were you working on this week? <laughs> Our week has been not very eventful. It's been mainly all studio stuff. Oh, yeah. So, I'm so bored. <laughs> Hopefully no one from my work listens to this because they're going to give me more work to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're so busy <laughs> I'm so busy. I got lots of paperwork you, you, to do. You barely had enough time to like get to the movie theater on time to actually. Oh, that's actually kind of true. I, yeah, yesterday I didn't leave work until just about like ten to eight, and I made it to the theater like just in time for the movie to start. That's true. I was surprised actually. I drove fast. How fast did you drive? Within the speed limit. Well, that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. That's no way to not get your license taken away. Anyways, carrying on with our show, we are... Our next segment is what? Five minutes of uneducated news? Uneducated news. Five minutes M- of it? Modern news. We've shortened Whoa. it down from seven minutes to five minutes. Because seven minutes is very painful. Very, very painful. Very painful. Very painful. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, baby. Full circle. Right, do you have all your, your news in front of you? Are well, you I ready? Have, I have one, yes. You have one you have one news. I have a couple I have a couple other newses that's on my c- computer here. But I also have one written down that I wanted to bring up. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so should I start my timer? Yeah, let's start the timer. Starting right now. now. There we go. Okay, we're going. News, go. Okay. Um, 
Nobody cares. Nobody cares. On to Isaiah's news. Go for it. <laughs> go, 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 go. Okay, so Benedict Cumberbatch and his wife were in an Uber, <gasps> and as they were driving down Wait, the street... they take Ubers like normal people? Yeah, they take Ubers like normal people. Hmm. But yeah, they were driving down the street, and while they're driving down or getting their ride, um, they saw some a cyclist getting mugged and assaulted, and Benedict Cumberbatch stopped the uber and him and the driver got out and stopped the guy from assaulting this guy and of course the uber driver was all online it's like holy crap here i am fighting a bad guy with sherlock holmes wow how did he do it did he just did he use time stop he used time stop and he uses like what Ben Benedict Cumberbatch Cumberbatch. so many powers which one did he choose well it it was like Sherlock Holmes powers. It was his detective skills, not so much as like Doctor did, Strange skills. Did he just like run up to the guy and the guy was just tr- trying to pronounce his name for so long that his his tongue got tied and then he just his head exploded? <laughs> oh yeah. my god, I'm being Oh my god, Benedict Cumberbatch Bernadette Cumberbatch Cumber Cumberflatch is that it? No, no, okay. And then his head exploded and then he saved the day. And then the guy he saved, the cyclist, his head exploded because he was trying to be like, thank you, Benedict Sternenbeck Gingergatch. And then his head exploded, but... That's not the moral of the story. That's not the moral of the story. That's okay. What's your news, Isaiah? Oh, everyone's probably already heard about this, but did you hear about the new Roseanne show getting canceled? No. What? Oh, you actually I, haven't? I haven't heard about this. Okay, well, did you know that Roseanne was actually getting picked up again? No. Okay. So Roseanne's- <laughs> yeah, I wow, this is really good this. news for you. <laughs> what yeah. a Roseanne series is being picked up? Oh, maybe, it's gone. <laughs> maybe it's just a part of my life because like my mom watched Roseanne all the time. She's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> it was like just her laugh and stuff. But it, but but apparently she's super racist, like Barr, and uh, so they immediately canceled the show as soon as she sent out a racist text. Oh, or no. tweet, tweet, tweet. Oh, she tweet. sent out a oh, racist... A yeah. yeah, text. <laughs> oh my gosh, we all got fired for our racist text, I tell you. Um, no, she's put, she, she put out a, a racist tweet, and then immediately producers just like, can the show. They just like, they canned it. Which is like, kind of a piss off for the crew, and literally everyone else. Because like, imagine like, waking up, thinking you just, you know, signed a deal for like, shooting your whole show. You got, you like, you prepped your cameras, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're all ready to go. And then suddenly, no, canceled. It's like, Be- no, we're done. Because Roseanne is racist. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, um, but the most recent news that had just happened is like, not that it got canceled. That was like, I think last week, kind of like all our things, like Han Solo came out last week yeah. <laughs> and everything else last week. But the, na- the latest update is they're actually, the writers are actually thinking of immediately killing Roseanne, like Roseanne's character off and still making the show but with the rest of the family members. Oh, wow. They, wanted, they have to recall it something else. Uh, it'd be called the Connor family. The so, Connor family. Yeah, they want to call, recall it the Connor family, because I think it's, that's the Rosanna Connor. I think that's her last name. Um, oh, in the show, the characters. But uh, So John Goodman would still be a part of it, because, well, he's legendary. I'm surprised he's, he's, he's a part of it, the project again. He does so much other cool stuff. But I don't know. Wanted to reprive his character. But... Um, yeah, so they're thinking of just immediately killing her off just so everyone can still have a job. I keep the season going. Just keep the keep it going. Put all the money they already invested in it to like other like still good use. Yeah, well it's like not just be think, at a loss. Well, like a tier one show like that would like 
there'd be a big crew. That'd be a lot of people that just got lost their job, like a long-term job. Like that was, I think, I don't know how many episodes they were doing, but it happens all the time in this, yeah. this, this industry. Oh, definitely. Don't get me wrong. Do you know where they're, do you know where they're shooting it or? I don't know where they were shooting it. Probably somewhere in LA. Um, I actually don't know. Maybe Atlanta. It would make sense Atlanta. for Atlanta. Atlanta. Shoot everything in Atlanta. Atlanta. Atlantia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I assume that's where they're doing it. But okay. Well, I'm not sure. Next news. Go. Anyways, um, an Ontario student got charged with distracted driving for checking his time on an Apple Watch. Wait, what? Yeah. Someone down in somewhere <laughs> somewhere in Ontario. Uh, it's a student going to the University of uh, some university. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> the University of some university. <laughs> yeah. It's Ontario. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, he checked the time on his watch, and uh, apparently that qualifies as distracted driving. Because it's checking his technology, which is linked to his mobile phone. That's, what? Is he a new driver? Yeah, because we have a buddy uh, that we both have that lost lost his license because he was using GPS on his phone. And it was just, he was using directions. Like, it was just saying directions out loud to him. And he got pulled over and lost his license because of that. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Isn't this the second time he's lost his license, though? Uh, I don't know. We'll so have to invite him I, on to the show, maybe. I think, yeah, and, I think it's going to be a time it. for this guy to come yeah, do yeah. a little a segment with us. <laughs> and if you're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's enough people blatantly looking at their phones and texting while driving that I don't understand stuff like that. But again, I always, I always think stories like this are like people like, crying out and whining a little bit like the cops pulled me over blah 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 they're like were you doing something else though and you're really like yeah because for a storyline to or a headline to maybe interesting they have to underplay what he was maybe actually doing oh definitely like he was saying that he was checking the time but i i don't i don't actually i don't i've never really used an apple watch before so i don't know if like texts and stuff come up on it like your distance and stuff comes up like there's a lot of stuff that it basically is a phone so it's like it's a phone test. Yes, it's. I don't know because like you have if you have all cars have a giant clock on them. Mm-hmm. So if you're checking the time, but that like, would also like the same type of thing too. Like where it's like, do you actually have to like touch the Apple Watch in order to check the time, or is it just something that just automatically appears uh, like I a think normal you, watch? I think yeah. When you it's like a it's like a watch. It's like it's the screen's always off, but when you like tilt it to yourself then it'll like it'll show the time wow that's already whoa whoa five minutes maybe five oh no that was seven minutes <laughs> Dang it. okay so our five minutes <laughs> turned into seven minutes guys oh i didn't even get to talk about them an important one to my heart yeah oh, all right oh, well that was seven minutes of uneducated very educated that's our most educated uneducated news good yeah. for us yeah we're someone on the ball today <laughs> weird yes that is very weird well, might as well get right into the segment because we went and finally saw Solo. Solo. A Star Wars story. I don't know. What was your what was your impression on it, Isaiah? Um Yeah, I guess we got to done spoilers and blah blah blah. But like it's I'm really torn on this whole I was excited and not excited. Like Disney buying Star Wars is was both 
scary and exciting. I know a lot of people who don't like the new Disney Star Wars universe, but I'm just excited to see. There's moments that I really enjoy. Like when I was a kid, like the beginning of episode three um, was like mind blowing. It's like that one shotter of like going through the space battle between the the separatists and the and the and the clones and stuff like that oh, huge yeah. like yeah yeah so that whole like ordeal was so epic like i remember as a kid just being like this is the most amazing thing ever mm-hmm. and so like now that we've like that's like a little our technology is advanced and stuff like showing actual combat and stuff and being like the combat of the star wars universe is so sweet like uh there there's a scene in, in the movie we'll get into later that just like where you get to see like you hear the the ATAT sounds you you actually get to see an ATST getting like dropped off by a drop ship and like you get like you see the different like range and like ranks of stormtroopers and stuff and you're like yeah this is really cool like that was a lot of fun i loved being a part of that just like rogue one rogue one was a lot of fun like most of the movie i was like eh eh eh, eh. but then that final like sequence where they're on like on the uh the, the tropical planet like, I just that that alone won me over. I was like, you you saw Darth Vader a part of the battle and go how he how scary he actually is on the battlefield. You see uh, stormtroopers and, and like them being efficient at what they're doing. You're not like <laughs> everyone like makes fun of the stormtrooper thing, but it's like no, like they're, they're they're a high military, and you get to see the different ranks of stormtroopers again there too. Like, what are the white stormtroopers? They're not just everywhere. They're the ones that are like the closest to the empire. And you get to see like oh, different mean, ranks that you are mean like the red ones. Well, those are like those are like his personal guards. Yeah. But like you got to see in this one, like that like there was guys that didn't have full they were working for the Empire. Like when like because like every, most people know this, but Han's upbringing is that he he joined the Empire for a short period of time, and that's why he has got the Imperial pants on. Um because everyone was like, hey, you know, and even in the original series, Han's wearing uh like Imperial like pants that are part of the Imperial Army. Um and so, like, they kind of show you how he got those pants. They show you how he, how he got everything. They're like, oh, they, they, the whole movie is, like, w- explains why he shot first and why he's got the blaster and why. A little hand-fed, which I didn't like. Like, some stuff doesn't, like, some stuff can just be natural. It did, like, all the things that make Han Solo Han Solo. It felt like it happened in this one adventure. Yeah. Versus no, yeah, like I felt that too. His life I leading up. Felt that. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of his life leading up to like it's all within like a couple like or like in a script wise a couple of days worth of like things like oh yeah here's all the stuff that make you great. Yeah, and that's it. And it's like boom, we just skip over everything else. And then after this movie, it it's just like we'll get more to that in this at the end. But like even his like last scene when he's like flying off into the sunset kind of thing is literally like tying in the bow for his next problem in episode four, when he runs into the huts and he owns the huts money. It's like, they just tie that up. They're like everything that Han Solo is, is just one movie. And I was like, this could have been one of his adventures or even just his, his, the, uh, the Kessel run. But it's like, we got everything blaster pants, the way he does everything, his mannerism, like, yeah, uh, it was just almost so much to like try to like oh look this is how Han did this this is how Han did this this is how Han did this it's like 
this is how he met this person. This is how he met that person. This is yeah. how he got... I was it's... like, whoa. I was like, this is how he met Chewie. This is how he got the, the Falcon. This is how... Like, I was like, okay. It's kind of like everything. I'm like, okay, let's sum up, like, Han Solo's entire life and just put it into, like, one movie. I'm like, here you go. This is, like, how he started. But, like, no. It's like... But it's not even his, his life. It's just it's everything just like a, that the we... first Like, his first mission thing. We know... Yeah, we know about, like, Han from, like, episode four is in this one little block of time. But it is fun. So yeah, I, it's, I, it's a really fun movie. So it is a fun movie. So I think it's still worth watching, even if you're not enjoying the new Disney universe of Star Wars. Just go in, have a good time. It's like, even for the cinematography, just go in there and to see a coolly shot. I don't well, know. Film. I I definitely enjoy. I like. I enjoyed part of it because it was like, you got to see. It more of the like universe besides just you know the jedi and like the empire and stuff like that it's it's like kind of like a separate story all together to the empire and mm. like so yeah. that's, that's what i really enjoyed about it kind of like uh um when we saw deadpool and how they had more of the x-men x-men in there it's kind of it was kind of nice to actually be like see a different story set in the same universe but not involving the empire like so much yeah yeah like they're all there because they're the government but there's there's other things going on besides the Jedi and stuff and like they really didn't touch on that at all at like they didn't mention the Jedi Council or the Order or stuff um all the way to the point like this is the first I don't know did you notice which characters so there's there's a, there's there's two characters that have been in every single Star Wars film until this one do you know which ones no I'm not sure which ones so this is the first film that R two D two. Yeah, I was actually C three PO. Right when you in. said that, I just thought about it for a second. I'm like, wait a minute. No, now I know. Yeah, mm -hmm. there we go. Because even like in Rogue One, they had their little like their little like shot. They were like, oh, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and it goes. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> um. Yeah, and um, which I think is fair because where would you? The galaxy is well, huge. Why would they keep being in every single scenario? Hmm. Anyways, yeah. There you go. I don't know, but uh, worth watching. So, basically... Definitely, definitely check it out. I'd, I'd go see it again, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, I wish... Like, they, they're trying to make these, film, these films, like, the off-brand... Like, not the off-brand, but, like, they're Star Wars story ones. So, Rogue One, uh, Solo. They're, like, they do things like... You want, like a little bit different like they don't take some of the tropes they don't do like they don't do like the like the fades and the like star wipe stuff they don't do stuff like that like the stuff that even the new star wars do they don't oh, um, yeah. all start in space like every every saga like version like even the ones that like by jj and stuff they like they start in space they start very traditional to be like all the other ones but this is like these like rogue one and rogue one was the first one to be like different mm -hmm. and like it, it was the first one to, to to get away from the crawl at the beginning to introduce, and like it was the same with this one. Like we didn't get, we don't get a yeah, crawl, you get so a you're crawl. not gonna well, you're not gonna sit down in the theater and see a nice a classic Star Wars crawl where it sets up the whole story for you. Yeah, but we do get like fade in fade outs of like written in the same font and stuff as um, a long time ago in a galaxy far far away, and I think that worked. I think I I, I liked it a little bit more than Rogue One. Where it's just like it's just, it's the same font, color, and everything as 
a, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And just it just explained what you need to know before they dive into the story. And I'm like, if you're not going to do a crawl, I think I, I like that. Yeah, no, it's good. I think I think that's the, the standard they should have from now on. I don't know if that they'll choose that. I think they will, actually, because it, it, it feels more just like a Star Wars, like it's a story based in the Star Wars universe yeah. rather than an actual, like, you know, a Star Wars. The, the space the opera Wars version trilogy, yeah. of, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that was a good choice. That was cool. I like that. If they're not going to do the, the, the classic openings, I still wish they all started at space, but if that's <laughs> dedicated, you know, if that's if they're reserving that for the space opera version of Star Wars, awesome. Good for them. Good for them. Like, there's a lot of stuff, like, movie-wise, there's, like, they're, that's handed to you on a silver plate. You kind of know the story and where it's going, what's going to happen next, and what's going to do, like, who's going to betray who. You know all those things before. I, like, I felt like that. And the other people that we, like, we watched the film with all felt the same thing. Yeah. You, they knew where the story was going, but it was fun. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. All right. Should we get into spoilers? And Let's get, jump into get spoilers. Into so anyone you know who doesn't want to listen past this part, just shut it off. <laughs> da, 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 no one cares about us. Um, background and the history of the shooting. So this like this film, I don't know, has a lot of history. Like they've this movie basically got shot twice. Yeah, which I've I've heard a little bit about it, but then you kind of filled me in when we went to go see the movie that they actually did shoot. A majority of the movie, and then they reshot about ninety percent of it. Eighty, yeah, they reshot eighty percent. Yeah, yeah, eighty percent. So Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, the directors of the Lego Movie, were the original directors, and they they're the ones that did all the casting. Like they 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 handpicked everybody, um, but then they were having a lot of creative differences. And I thought it was originally with some of the cast because they were asking them to do so much improv. But apparently it was with some of the writers and producers that they're having the creative differences with. Oh, yeah? So they got fired, and then Ron Howard got brought on. And this Ron Howard is the first Oscar-winning uh, director to do, direct a, a Star Wars film. Oh, really? Yes. Fun fact for you. But then they reshot 80%. And I feel like that 80% is basically... Scenes that you know aren't three D. So like when parts or three D, no, but digitally anim- animated, like the Millennium Falcon sh- running around, the Star Destroyer, blah blah blah. This this like the, basically all the CGI stuff was the only stuff they didn't really redo because it's already being rendered out. And but they, I think, feel like they reshot most of the like actual cast. All uh, Bradford Young, he was the cinematographer. That was probably one of the coolest parts because just lighting-wise, we didn't get this, like, shiny, ultra-sharp film. Like, uh, I know at the end of the credits, they actually credited the 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 glass, and it's it's called, it's called these Camtech Falcon full-frame lenses. And basically, it's these rehoused lenses, like, stills lenses from the 60s, and they basically rehoused them to be a PL... What face are you making? You made well, your mouth look I like I just a... looked at the budget for the, the this movie. <laughs> What's the budget? <laughs> I can't even... I don't even know what the fuck to say for that number there. What? Uh, 300 million? Yeah, it's 300 mil. 300, 300 million dollars they spent on this movie. I wonder if that includes the original shoot or just the reshoots. That I, must include... That, that must include everything. I, I'm pretty sure that includes everything that's there. And... 
Is it still so, no. so far? They've only made about uh, worldwide. They probably only made estimated about two hundred million off of it. Two hundred mil? Yeah. Oh, they'll they'll pay. Oh, easily, job. easily. It's not even. Yeah, it's what one week? We're one because we're yeah. one week behind. Yeah, we're we're a week <laughs> behind here. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy to me. Um, but uh, oh, what was I talking about before you interrupted me? Sorry. God damn you. You you water bottle sucking. Oh yeah. Bradford Young. I don't know. I looks wise, this film was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh same same cinematographer from Arrival. I don't know. Did you ever see Arrival? Yeah, I saw Arrival. Yeah, and he had like he has has this like very backlit style, smoky look to everything. And like I think it's great. Like it like even Arrival didn't feel like an ultra really sharp sci-fi film. Like sci-fi you expect like really crisp everything you're seeing every pore every cable being broken but it was kind of like smoky and stuff and that's why i was hoping almost more for a western style film like 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 a cowboy film because this would have worked it had train robberies it had gunslingers it had standoffs standoffs like mexican standoff yeah like this movie could have been shot like a traditional spaghetti film oh it definitely could have I was kind of hoping for the Western feel too. Like I, when I saw the trailer, I actually thought it would be kind of more Western. Yeah, because they they did they kind of s- made the trailer look like that. Like oh, definitely. They really play like when you see that one shot of him, like his 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 gun coming in, and then he unclips his uh, holster. holster. You're like shit, yeah, and it's got the ding, like oh, sick. This is gonna be cool. Like that's gonna be like a sweet like who draws first kind of thing, and then that that shot in the moment felt kind of way weaker it was just like they're walking in their little desert and then suddenly oh there's those guys that keep trying to st- to rip us off the and then that shot comes in and you're like that's a really powerful shot but the moment didn't feel that intense they looked pretty chill like they already felt screwed they yeah. he was already surrounded like that's a uh, that's a that point when you're unclipping your thing he's not doing it stealthily he's like yeah, I'm getting ready to shoot. So like, well, I think no, that's... they could have. They should have maybe just shot him. <laughs> <laughs> they wish they should have just talked. That's also that's also Han Solo's like type of. Uh, it's his like thing where he's uh, he was a little bit trigger happy at the same time when you know. The oh, fuck was I gonna say again? Yeah, but they knew Beckett, so they were gonna try to talk to Beckett. They didn't know who this pretty boy was, and if you, if if you were there surrounded by them and you had a plan to try to politely steal the like the thing back that i guess we can kind of spoil it but basically yeah, the fuel <laughs> um the whole thing about the the, the the film is they're trying to steal fuel like so fuel. hyper fuel, uh hyperspace fuel so basically uh, the type of fuel that you need to go through hyperspace is extremely expensive and like super rare so that's why they're stealing just like uh well how they said they said they could you could power six star destroyers with the amount they stole yeah um which is a lot (laughs) yeah i don't know for how long though how long could you power is that like indefinitely you could power six star destroyers until they're so old i think so or they run into each other (laughs) because that seems to happen a lot with star destroyers (laughs) but no um yeah, no, I, I feel that scene, though, was actually pretty good because, like, yeah, because he unclipped his belt, but then, you know, right after that, um, he's just like, you know, don't just... I would have shot him, though. 
if I would have seen that, because it wasn't being very stealthy about it, like, if you're the Marauders and you're there to steal the, like, and you know Beckett, like, you know the guy you keep stealing from is there, and there's this happy trigger guy, shoot him in the foot. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, don't let him. I get, maybe they're nice, though. Maybe, and yeah, it, it seemed like they're being a little bit more nicer about it. Yeah, I don't know why, because they're really willing to kill them in, earlier in the movie. Oh, they yeah. They did not care. They were, they were swinging. Ah, they held back a little bit. I don't know. But I was also like mid train robbery. So train train robberies get your blood flowing. Oh yeah, if you're get your blood flowing, kill some people. There's a lot more on the stakes. Like you know, like that point they they were surrounded and it had everyone there. But this other time, like they're already on the train and they're flying right alongside the train and they're trying to like jump back and forth. So it's like there's no time to be like just stare at each other for a second while we're driving on this train. We're like we're on a time crunch. Like yeah, I guess. No, no, I think about the the character that real uh Enfys Nest that's the person with the like the, who leads the little marauders she was i guess mostly just disarm like cuz he Beckett was trying to shoot her the whole time oh yeah yeah uh, and she was just really trying to cut their cables on that what did you think of the scene what did you think of the train robbery scene as a whole oh uh, it was really good i actually like i like the fact that the train like turns like it turns as well. It kind of, to be honest, it kind of reminded me of StarCraft a little bit. That whole, like, kind of scene. Uh Oh, just, like, just, just a super futuristic train thing. Yeah, and, and then it's, like, like I don't there know. There's a lot of trains in StarCraft, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And, like, I was, like, and just, like, destroying parts of it and having, like, parts of it go down. And then um, unhooking parts of the train. Um. And also, that was also the same thing too. When uh, we bring come back to the whole like uh, the N sixty four Star Wars game, can't remember the name of it again. <laughs> Which one, Rogue Squadron or no? The I played so much Rogue Squadron. Yeah, no. There's there's like in this one game, um, um, uh, Shadows of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, and there's there's a like a part of the game where you actually have to, you're jumping from train car to train car and you're hunting okay the the hinges and that as soon as you unhook something, it just like falls off the back or just stops. And that's kind of what happens here in this, this thing too. And also you get to get to, to see the, those little droids at the beginning too. Yeah. The Viper droids. The Viper droids. Yeah. I thought they were just called scouts, but I guess they have a name, the Viper droids. It was great to see those, those bloody annoying things. Yeah. Killed so many of those in, in, in Rogue oh, Squadron. Definitely. Yeah. They're, they're cool to see. And you know, they're also kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> That's why there's one person that took out probably like four of them, and then they finally got her, got to her. Bloody viper droids! But seriously, you put you take a bunch of those random droids and just throw them at something, and a bunch of them will die, but eventually they'll get the job done. Yeah, it's kind of how they're treated. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I I enjoyed the the train robbery. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. And of course, like, you know, you have a couple of the characters that you're introduced to right away kind of die. And it's. Yeah. And then that's like, oh, look, these are the well, spots where, you know, Han and Chewie will take the place. <laughs> Pretty much, eh? They're like, I do this and I do this. You're like, well, there can't be two of them. Oh, there we go. They're dead now. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> good, um, good, good. I was worried that what? there'd be two muscles and two flyers. Yeah. But they're dead now, so... Yeah, one thing I kind of think they could have done a little bit better, when Han kind of, like, intro- got introduced to Chewbacca, 
And he's like, oh, well, we need to have, like, your name's Chewbacca. We need to have, a, like, a nickname for you. Shorter, something shorter, right? And then, the, in, like, kind of, like, the next scene is, like, calls him Chewy. I kind of wish there was, like, a little bit of back and forth between them to be, like, trying out different nicknames for Chewy. Really? Yeah, because it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, your name's Chewbacca or whatever it is. Then it's like, oh, hey, then it, the thing where he like, kind of falls off the train a bit. He's like hanging on. And he's like, and Han's just like, Chewy. And then that's when you. Is that the first like, time he says Chewy? Yeah, that's the first yeah, time he says Chewy. I don't mind that because I, di- I didn't feel like, because I felt like there was so many like special things about Han in this movie that were just handed to us on a silver plate and had no, their own enough. moment, like the gun and the blah, blah. That is like just one thing to just be quick was good. Like, yeah, that's someone's lo- like long ass name. Sure, that's like, oh, that's annoying. Do you have a nickname? Yeah, but or maybe maybe he did say that it's like, oh, do you have a nickname or something like that? Then he said something else, but you didn't know what he said. So mm-hmm. this is the first time we hear a non Wookie talk. Oh yes, Kashikin, like or, or, or Wookie, like, and they, this is the first time we've seen. Tr- translations in a film no no we've seen translations before there's been um like when yeah like when job of the hut was was talking oh right right, right. so they have like the subtitles the first time wookie's been yeah translated yeah right yeah it sounds really funny when just a normal person says it (laughs) oh so much funny (laughs) but yeah i speak (laughs) wookie all right we'll get more into that in a little bit but um from the beginning, no opening crawl. How, how, how did you feel about that? I really, I really enjoyed it because you just didn't get, you didn't care, or just, well, or the way the like, way they did it. You the, I, I, I really like the way they did it, but that like, and like, like you said before, they don't need to have the the scrolling for it because it's not an actual like Star Wars like a trilogy sequel, or it's not the sequel right now. It's the a story mm-hmm. in the same universe. Yeah, I think that's that was that is a nice move. Like, cause then they'll make those ones special. It'll oh, make definitely. These ones their own thing. Like they're just they're just like legend stories. But yeah, I don't know. That, I, I I I like it. Um, do you want to do old characters or new characters first? Uh, we could do the new characters. New um, characters. Okay, what do you think about Beckett, Woody Harrelson's character? Beckett, he was uh, he was good. I th- he definitely had a soft spot for. For Han, it seemed like he's like, oh, well. an unrealistic soft spot, or a little bit. Like he kind of like, tried to get rid of him a couple of times, but then after that, he just like didn't really realize that. Like, well, he sent him away to try to like get him killed and stuff, and then he just kept coming back. He's just like, all right, well, <laughs> now that you're in here just forever, and you killed half my crew, it's like, or you didn't kill like my half my crew's dead. It's like, <laughs> I guess I'll have you on for the rest of the the rest of the score and all this stuff, but. I didn't have much of a choice, hey? Yeah. But like, he gave him an out. You know, he did give him an out, but still at the same time, I'd be like, no, if that was him, I'd be like, no, I think you're going to stick with me until this thing goes right. But no, in like at the first, he was actually going to be that one person that's going to be like, all right, well, I'm going to, you're going to come with us, help us do this mission, then we're just going to fucking get rid of you. <laughs> we'll slap you away. <laughs> I'll... I guess later they kind of t- they took him more for and they explained this like uh what's the character's name uh Rio Dur- Durant the monkey guy kind of explains <laughs> I, like he won a Wookiee on your side and basically he was the like bone the thing that was being dragged oh definitely with Chewbacca like they wanted Chewie 
more than Han. Been more than Han, but Han just kind of came with the package. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was so great. I I I, I like that yeah, character. He was Real's fun. character he was, he was, was great. fun because he was like he was like your little like Jewish comedian guy who's who's joking about all the different races and places, <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, this is fun. This guy's just like a lively. He's not like, oh, I've got a past and I'm being haunted and I need to do this thing. I need to buy a ship to see my girlfriend. I need, I'm being haunted. I want to buy this. He's like, hey, everybody, I just want to make a quick buck. Hey. It's like the rocket raccoon of the Star Wars universe. The rocket raccoon of the Star Wars universe. universe. Yep. Who is now not with us. <laughs> Unfortunately. May you rest in peace. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess we kind of touched based on that, that character, but yeah, he was good. He was fun. He was cute. I enjoyed him. And he's dead. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Unless the next, the, that's actually the next story we're going to get is that it's not a Bobble Fett. It's not an Obi-Wan story. It's going to be a real story. Oh yeah. It's just him being a little monkey guy. <laughs> Flying ships with his forearms. Um, there's Kira, Cora, Amelia Clark's character, the love interest. She felt pretty predictable. <laughs> I don't um, know. I wasn't a huge fan of her character, but at the same time, like apparently she was supposed to be like super like alien looking. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know why they they changed that. Yeah, in the original 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 script, like their first draft, she was like a totally different species, not like a humanoid type. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been kind of cool, but also probably a pain in the ass to do makeup every day. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think of her character as a whole? I, I do felt like she was a bit predictable as well. Like it just, I don't know. I didn't really strike any like feeling for me. Like, like it, when we first introduced to her, it's like, oh, hey, you know, this person and it's like. Like okay, cool. Now it's like then she gets like stuck behind on get caught at security. Then just like okay, well, yeah, okay, bye, character. And she's like, I'll come back for you. Then of course, halfway through the thing, she's like, oh well, you know, I was like, I'm just, like I still love you, blah blah blah. <laughs> I still love. Well, it's like yeah. you don't know the things I've done to get here. You're not gonna love me anymore. Maybe she has kind of a crush on the boss boss not oh uh, the real reveal at the end she's got like a little thing for uh double-edged lightsaber wielding <laughs> red black hot boys she likes to play with the spikes oh goodness okay <laughs> moving on um, <laughs> um what about leak or l337 i stole the show oh definitely she did like that's all the thing. That's the thing uh, uh, that's tricky about all these new movies, like Rogue One and all the new Star Wars, is that all these new droids are just have the most personality mm-hmm. above everyone. Like BB-8's crazy little ball c- of cutie pie goodness, and um, Rogue One, same thing. Like all the robots are just like these sort of de- depressed, sick of humans. Yeah, like. Um... It's always a robot that, yeah, steals the show. Like, yeah, Rogue One, BB-8. They've been... R2-D2, C-3PO. Mm-hmm. They're just the most lively characters you want to see. But, like, and they're all, besides BB-8, getting killed <laughs> off. But what do you think of, like, her being basically the Millennium Falcon? I actually, I, I like that. And also now that, like, um, when C-3PO actually talks to the 
the Millennium Falcon and like the ep- the later episodes. Yeah, it kind of it's like, oh, this is the type of, the type of person that you know he's talking to, and you can kind of see the sass that she has. Yeah, it's like oh, that she was would have been giving him at that yeah, time. It's like, 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 whoa, I do not know the dialect and weird. There's like this computer is crazy. It's like, yeah, we got to see the computer being a little bit crazy. That's mm-hmm. like. She would have been like, run for your life. Don't work with these humans. Just be your own robot. Yeah. Be your own person. Freedom. Hashtag, hashtag free robots. Hashtag free your brothers and sisters. <laughs> hashtag. Oh my God. Free robots. Um, no, robot equal rights. There we go. Robot equal rights. Yeah, robot equal rights. That's what the movie is really about. Robots need equal rights. Yes. No more robot fighting. No more robot fighting. Apparently robots, when they don't have to listen to people, are like little kids released in like oh, Toys R Us. Yeah. Like that one scene where like they're all getting free and like she frees one of them and they all go like, apparently that little thing is what controls them. They just, yeah, it's just, they all have independent will, but they get basically shocked collar. They have shock collars. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like a, a reprogramming thing where it's like, as soon as it's attached to them, it's kind of like, yes, I'll do this. I'm programmed to do this. I'm programmed to do this. Well, I think it's, like, they still have their free will. Because, like, even in, like, episode four, when the Jawas use those little, like, things, like, little, like, taser and little shock collar things, as soon as, like, R2's giving the Jawa sass, like, sass, and, like, is about to run away, he just presses a button and, like, disables oh, yeah, them yeah. instantly. And, like, so it's just, like, they all are, like, basically free will and have their own personalities, but they basically, they don't want to get just instantly shut down. So, yeah, that would make way more sense why mm-hmm. L337 wants freedom to robots. Freedom to <laughs> they're robots. They're basically treated like they're being made for purposes, but then also given way too much personality. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just watch. We're going to get a robot movie now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like that character. It was fun. Um, yes. Just add some spunk. Just like Rio. As soon as Rio died, then we got L337 and... After L337 died, there was really no one giving a spunk. No, no sass or anything. No like sass. That. No. Yeah. Um, what about Nest? Did you, was there, like, I felt like the moment of when she, like, takes her mask off was supposed to be this big moment. Like, oh, look, it's a little ginger girl. <laughs> the little freckled like, ginger girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I'm like, I guess. It just, it didn't. It, I'll, I'll get into this more and like only going on to Han Solo and start talking about his character, but uh, um, actually, I might as well go into it now. Like, the, I, my biggest problem with this movie is that Han already l- learned all his lessons that he learns, I guess, again later in Episode Four. Like, the beginning of episode four, he's like, ugh, I don't care. Oh, who are you? I don't give a shit. Like, I'm, I'm the only person that matters. And yeah. Just, just, just Chewie's the only other person. In each. Like, he's... They're, what they're saying here is he's good at heart the whole time. Oh, yeah. That he's always going to choose the right side to go on to. But it's not like he learned a lesson in episode four. Because there, there, he was a nice guy the whole time. Yeah. He, was, he wasn't like a scumbag the whole movie. And they're like, yeah, he's a scumbag the whole movie, which is fine because in episode four, he learns some lessons. Yeah. 
but it, he like learned these lessons and then uh, we're supposed to unlearn them. Like, like, Oh, I, I was betrayed by so many people. Now I'm, I don't like anybody again. What? Really? No, I don't know. I felt like he just needed to be a little bit more of a nerf herder. <laughs> the whole movie. Just like always been a shoot first person, like at all times, just like, He's kind of the, the the scummy person. The scummy person. The scummy nerf herder. <laughs> On scummy though, what I did like is 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 Chewy, you kind of think of him as this like he never had a lot of like when you see him in like Kashyyyk, he seems like a chill dude. He seemed mostly chill most of the time. But like Chewie's not like a night uh, he's not a pleasant hearted person like he'll he'll rip the arms off someone he'll like he's got like anger issues he's like oh, he's, definitely yeah and yeah. i think this this movie was great for that because like why would chewie take on these jobs and why would he like and they also like in the original like star wars like canon and like legends and stuff um han saves chewie so chewie has a life debt to him whereas in this one they kind of like work together a little bit more and aren't like it's not like oh I have a life debt. They didn't say the word life debt. He's like, oh, no. it wasn't like oh I owe my life to you. That's why I'm gonna follow you around. It was more like this is the he he well, secretly they, enjoys this lifestyle. Yeah, like no, he, like they escaped together, and that was kind of like when his first like okay like you know because first Chewie was gonna kill Han, and then he's like oh no wait like and let's talk about that for a sec. Oh yeah, he was gonna eat him. <laughs> <laughs> he's already eaten other people. Yeah. And so now we know <laughs> Chewie will eat people. Yeah. <laughs> he would have eaten, if he was hungry enough, he would have eaten Luke. He would have eaten Obi-Wan. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Which makes him even scarier in episode four when he's like, dude, he's going to rip your arms off if you win the game. <laughs> yeah. Chewie is a psychopath. Yeah. He's He'll a rip your arms off and then eat him. He'll eat everyone on that ship if he gets hungry enough. He is not this nice, wookie, fluffy wookie that gives out <laughs> hugs and gives you nice oh. head pounds. And Although when Rios was like trying to say, like, yeah, we want Chewie to come along, he's like, well, they're nice to cuddle into. <laughs> he's like, you'll never feel safer than having a nap in a wookie's lap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. But, um, yeah, I know Chewie's character was great in this. Yeah, I know. It was great. Yeah, like, I like, yeah, he was trying to kill Han for and eat him until, like, <laughs> Han actually said... No, let's like you know talk to him and Wookie and be like, like I can get us out of here. Just don't kill me. That's that's the real lesson we have to take from this movie. Learn another language. Yeah, it may save your life one day. I know I my life would have been saved a little bit quicker if I knew how to speak Spanish when I was in Dominican Republic <laughs> and I had a cop put a gun to my head. <laughs> True story. True story. And he, he was speaking Spanish. I didn't know what the hell he was saying. I just. I had to say Canada, like Canadian over and over again until he was a oh Canadiana. And then you put the shotgun down. So lesson, learn another language. Just learn something. Uh Lando's character. Lando's character? Lando. What'd you think? <laughs> I I like Donald Glover as a role for him. I it it felt natural. And it definitely like the first time when um, Lando beat Han in the game, like that, uh, card game they're playing. First off, I'm like, yeah, he won. That's, you know, thing. But then I forgot that like, Lando's a 
like a kind of a slimy guy. He likes to cheat and stuff like that. He always likes to win. He always likes to do everything. He's like, yeah, I like everything heard about me is true. He's a nerf herder. He's a he's a nerf herder. And then it wasn't until like later on where he's like, um, when Han actually finds like the 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 card dispenser in his sleeve, where I'm like, oh right, that's why because it's Lando. And then like he always he runs from the he Empire. knows he can beat him, yeah. but. He just knows that Lando's a cheater, and yeah. he like disarms his. Yeah. Or even like when he leaves him at that uh, on that one planet with uh, all the other guys, he's just like, "Oh nope, I'm just uh, it's getting a little bit heated and heavy here. I'm leaving." <laughs> yeah, he's. They set him up to be this like, and Donald Glover, I think, does the. Besides, like Chewie being Chewie, like Han was like, I felt like they didn't like. He captured enough of like his spirit that like okay if they needed to do uh, if they want to do more like versions of of young Han like yeah okay he can pull it yeah. off it's good enough yeah but I'm like but Donald Glover like he mastered the the way he talks the speech like style the case the, the, <laughs> yeah like well the costumes are great and just like the way he walked oh, he yeah. like totally like you know what. Donald Glover's a super young, talented guy. Like he does his music career, he's got his acting career, he's got all that. But like even like in Community, when he had to be Abbott, like he just like memorized his his the, the way he moved and did stuff, yeah. and like to to be that character, like he just got so into it, like being and he did the same thing with Lando. I, I, he knocked it out of the park. He was like, yeah, no, Lando, like. Donald Glover is just an amazing actor. He played the role perfectly. And when I was saying about the capes, it's like when he reacted when there, that one little girl was like trying to put out the, the fire with his cape. He's like, no, don't do it. That That's was a custom <laughs> piece. It was custom made. <laughs> it was really good. Like, I th- I enjoyed Lando's character a lot more than I enjoyed Hans. I think more than anybody. Yeah. Besides the robot. <laughs> besides the robot. <laughs> <laughs> um... The only other thing I want to talk about is, like, the thing I like about all these new Disney movies is that we're seeing, like, different, like... I loved the ending of Rogue One because we got to see, like, a, a battle with, like, AT-ATs and, like, we got to see, like... I love that stuff. That's like my favorite part of Star Wars. It's not just, like, not even the saga stuff, just, like, the cool epic battles that happen between oh, yeah. this stuff. Yeah. And we got a little bit of that in that mud trench scene. Oh, yeah, where it's, like, a full-on just, like, it's war just zone, a right? full of war. It's just the, the, the Empire invading another planet to like continue their their conquest across the galaxy and you get to see the different ranks of stormtroopers like you see like the guys who basically don't even have a stormtrooper because you imagine the all the empire having stormtrooper costumes and they're all in their white suits and stuff but it's like the different ranks and stuff like the guys that are on the ground and in the mud and they're like the the low rank guys actually don't even have those outfits they just have your basic just basic armor basic and stuff. like a little like a helmet to wear with like stuff to like protect your eyes, and yeah. goggles, and just like yep, yeah, go for it. And basically, the closer to the like the emperor you are, the the better your your armor or well armor. The cleaner they're supposed the armor to be is. armor. Yeah. <laughs> the cleaner their armor, yeah. But basically, like yeah. So if you're part of the naval the naval fleet, that's when you get a a, a stormtrooper costume. Yeah. The guys that are on the ground in the, the dirt, like basically the marines, don't even have stormtrooper outfits. But except for, like, the guys that are in high command have a full, like, mm-hmm. Stormtrooper outfit. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. That was fun to see. Like, so only the guy, like, that was inside the ATST being dropped off, which was sweet. And, like, you hear the ATATs walking in the background. And you hear the TIE fighters flying around. And it was cool because it was, like, it felt chaotic and stressful. But at the same time, they didn't reveal that much. It, wasn't, it was mostly about 
him being in the trenches. Yeah. Because it was a super smoky oh, battlefield. Man, like, I like that one battlefield. Like it, I I like the way it was shot. I, like, yeah, I wanted more just, of that. Yeah, it was like just like it was so smoky and like it it, it felt like like a war. Like yeah, someone would be like, I was like, no, you can't you can't desert. You have to run. Keep going. Follow me to victory. And I like runs and just gets exploded. <laughs> just like I'm like like no nope. <laughs> No, it, it was really cool. I, I really wanted to see more of that. Just like I almost wanted a whole Clone Wars movie. Like, I know we got a Clone Wars TV show, but, like, I wanted to see a Clone Wars movie, like, that crazy awesome action, but just, like, clone troopers versus droids, just more of that. And, like, this same thing. I'm just like, this is sick. I love this. I want to yeah. see a sweet dogfight. I want to see I want to see ATSTs versus, like, not someone with a lightsaber, just, like, other battle stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, Definitely. Yeah. Uh, it would have been sweet. Uh, we talked about the heist. The Kessel run was a little, it's more of Han just bragging about something that really isn't that cool. (laughs) It's like, he's he's blowing it really out of proportion. Like the Kessel run, I guess, is going through that smoke. You can take a shortcut to do it quicker, but it's not like he, it's, it's more the short, if you go, if you take the shorter way, you have a more, like a lot higher, like a 99.9% chance of dying. Yeah, there's only one safe way to get to that mining place. Yeah, which is very bright for being surrounded by a lot of clouds. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Kessel Run was like mostly an alien, like giant tentacle monster that they trick into... <laughs> Going into a black, a black hole. hole of some sort. Uh, man, that's a dumb alien. <laughs> he literally was right beside the black hole and it just took one spaceship flying by for him to like inch over to get sucked into a black hole. He's just like, oh, food. Nom. <laughs> he went for the smaller food too. Well, I think it was probably more, it could be more something along the lines where it's like, yeah, this guy's, it's kind of going straight. I can catch up to him easily, but this thing is trying to get away. Nope. Yum. Yum. <laughs> I thought they did the opposite. I thought they launched the, uh, thing straight they launched the um escape pod straight which i think is kind of cool that there is an escape pod is on the front of the millennium falcon and that's why it like it looks like a full ship whereas the millennium falcon always has kind of an awkward looking shape and i guess they're like a part of the reason is like like the millennium falcon gets so beat up in this Oh, it does. Well, I guess oh, that scene, the Kessel Run is single. Is where the thing he up. brags about is single-handedly the <laughs> the thing that beat the living shit out. Like they lost the plate, like the satellite, original satellite system again. They lost both the guns in that one scene, and like uh, it was kind of cool because like the original guns were just like a single barrel, mm-hmm. and like the guns that we get later on were double barrel. So like yeah. it's like Han does customize it a little bit later, which oh, is kind of cool, which is like. The thing they set up at the end, let's just go straight into the ending. Basically, the ending is Chewie and him ripped off. Not really ripped off. They fairly won the the, the Millennium Falcon. Oh yeah, that's why. Like you know when um when Lando in episode uh, was it? Uh, it's not. It's not the episode four. It's episode five. Uh, the Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back when they meet Lando Crisian, and he's just like. It's like, oh, I see you. You're taking good care of my ship. It's like, hey, I won that fair and square. Because he actually technically did say it was you won it fair and square. (laughs) Got him. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
is he taking good care of the ship? Because we see in that movie that the interior of the ship was white. And the interior <laughs> of the ship, it, it like in the series, is yellow and brown and very not pretty like it looks, looks like, like a, a piece of junk yeah it's a piece of junk so i don't i don't think he's taking a good care of it but but i think it's fast oh it's it, fast definitely well and also it has the the com the the computer that uh is like it has the best knowledge of the entire galaxy yes it does have the computer inside and i think never replacing the like escape pod and stuff is kind of cool because you don't need to be aerodynamic in space because number no. one, there is no air to be dynamic <laughs> with. So the less weight you have, the faster those things are going to like that engine is huge compared to most ships. Like even like star destroyers, if you look at their engines, they're all separate little, like yeah, little like uh, nuclear reactor engines, not just one huge strip mm -hmm. on the back. So like that thing can probably friggin' fly and the less weight you have in it the better so like things like escape pods would let, like lighten yeah. you up being light in space in the same amount of thrust makes you so much faster yeah i thought it was cool um also explaining like a little bit more about hyperspace we got a little bit more of that that's the kind of stuff i love in these movies and that's like getting these disney these disney movies you know emerging and being made that's the fun little stuff like them talking about hyperspace ramming and in episode eight and like how, how hyperspace works and a little yeah. bit more of the, like, just like seeing other things, like other versions of lightsabers, mm -hmm. not just seeing just Jedi's use them, but like seeing like, we got the little blade from like the gangster leader guy. Um, yeah. Like AKA the vision. Just like, <laughs> um, like we get to see like like that's all technology like, that exists. Yeah, so, knife blades and stuff like knife that. Blades. Knife blades. Knife blades. This summer. <laughs> Han versus the vision. Knife blade exclusive. <laughs> stabby stabby. Um Yeah, Kessel Run. Cool, I guess. It's mostly an alien. Mostly an alien with black hole and everything kind of just moving around. Black hole. Yeah. Sandplan oh, that was one other thing that I, you know, I noticed about these new movies that I kind of like is they're not all 100% green screen and studio work. There's like organic shooting locations. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And that actually looks so beautiful. Like the desert planet was just set deck and art direction and then shooting in this like actual sandy location. Oh, that must have been it a looks though. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's a little bit harder shooting wise, but it looks so it good. It looks great. And, like, that's what I love about, like, Rogue One and the new, like, sagas coming out. And, like, this movie, it's, like, besides the crazy cities that you we just straight up don't have on Earth, like, when it's, like, a location like that, they look beautiful. Oh, wind yeah. flapping. Like, like, the little details, like, wind going through stuff and people's hair and, like, sand being blown around. It's, like, it's beautiful. It looks like that. The locations are awesome. Mm -hmm. And then with those old-ass lenses that they were shooting on, oh, everything oh. was, like, some soft and beautiful. Oh, it was beautiful. Anyway, the ending. Darth Maul, what'd you think? Yeah, as soon as he took off the hood, saw Darth Maul, I'm like, I just, I wanted to clap a little bit. I'm like, oh. Were you excited to I see him so again? I was excited, yeah. Um, I had a little bit spoilage. I knew Darth Maul was in this movie, and I, I thought it was uh, the guys trying to constantly steal from them. I thought it was Darth Maul in the costume, because mm -hmm. he was using kind of a double... I was like, why wouldn't he just use a lightsaber? It's so much more efficient. Or use the yeah. force, because 
Darth Maul does have the Force. So I was like, hmm, this probably isn't Darth Maul. And it ends up not being it. Um, but they do, you know, if you go into Legends and you start reading the books and stuff, Darth Maul did survive Obi-Wan's cut. He did get robot legs and he did become basically like, and basically he tried to be like, run back to the Emperor being like, hey, I'm still around. But he's like, nah, I've got a new, new uh, Padawan. It's like, who, Count Dooku, the old guy? What? Why, what? <laughs> he's like, mm, yeah, I don't need you anymore. So he's like, screw this. I'm going to go become like a, a gang leader. And he guess he does. He leads yeah. one of the most like crazy gangs. But like the, the guy who played Darth Maul in, in The Phantom Menace reprised the role. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like oh, Ray no Park, or whatever. So it actually is him, just like in the Darth oh, Maul costume. So awesome. That's why it looks so good. Because I'm like, I saw him. I'm like, oh, yes. But Darth a different Maul. voice, and that bugged me a little bit. Because they had who was it? Um, Ray Park played him. Sammy Whitner did the voice, and I it felt really ADR ish. Like, oh, okay, it I looked see. it looked really ADR ish to me. But I don't know. I wanted more of that. Mm. I wish we had more. Darth Maul because it was such a tease well maybe it's setting up for like kind of like the next one the next Han Solo movie if they come up with another one or maybe they might just have a whole Han Solo side story for it now Solo 2 <laughs> El da <laughs> Double Solo Double Solo Solo versus Darth Maul Double Solo <laughs> oh my gosh yeah yeah but they really like tie in the like him owing a debt to Job of the hut. They're like, we're gonna go. There's a job on Tatooine. Let's go to yes. Tatooine. I'm like, that's the next job you do? Is you the job you're still dealing with in episode <laughs> four? I'm like, my goodness. I don't know. Well, I, I, could, I, I think that could be set up quite nicely because then it'd be like, oh, hey, you know what? It's just, and then it just shows kind of like Han has this one debt that he still has to pay off. It just my never does. God. What a Nerf bloody Nerf. nightmare. Yeah. Han is, all he does is get in debt in the time of the next movies. Lando, on the other hand, somehow owns a whole city, a mining yeah. colony, which he makes fun of while they're landing on one. He's mining colonies are the worst. And then he ends up having one yeah. later. Um, apparently there's a model of a cloud city mining colony on the ship when you're just walking around. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So he, it's, it's not like it's, it's still in the back of his mind. It's not like out of nowhere. He does plan on owning. Maybe, them. maybe it's just this thing where you're like, Oh yeah, mine colonies are the worst. Are the worst. Freaking Cause they're not it. owned by me. Yeah. <laughs> this is a mining colony. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, anyways, fun movie. Great movie. I I almost want, I, want, I do want to see... I would love if they released the other directors, the non-Howard version. Oh, yeah, like kind of like a, the original director's cut? Yeah. <laughs> but I know they'll know, they never Oh, and will. probably not. I wonder if they'll have something like the bonus features for the DVD, though, that would kind of have I don't know if they're going to touch base on it, because it's like for, for nerdy peoples, people all know about it, and like all YouTube Maybe, personalities and know. stuff talk about it, but... At the same time, it's like it's a general public thing. Most probably people wouldn't. Not, yeah. If I ask my mom right now yeah. after seeing it, she'd be like, "Oh, great, great." And I, even if I mention it, I'd be like, "Mom, did you know they they, they reshot eighty percent of the movie?" Cool. Like it would be a fun fact. But most people would be like, "Oh, I really want to see that." It's all the nerdy people would want to be like, mm, "I kind of want to see it." Mm-hmm. At the same time, it would like it would take away from. Yeah, and also I think I think the same time too. Like if they got fired, they're like they don't want anything to do with them anymore. Nope. 
Yeah. Because now they would have to pay them. <laughs> oh, money. Money. Speaking of money, time for us to go make some. Yes. And leave this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's uh let's wrap it up here. Let's wrap it up. What do you what are you doing for the rest of the the week? What do you do you got anything any fun viewership? What did you have? What have you watched? Um, I've actually, I've actually been watching the Lost in Space series. Oh, on how far are you? I think we talked about this last time. Maybe, yeah, I think so. Maybe we touched on it. Um, I I'm on episode on five or six. Five right and now. or six. Five and or six. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a good TV show. Like, it's a good family fun TV show. I'll let you. I, I have a bit of mixed feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I first started watching it, I was kind of like kind of iffy about it. Like how Will Robinson actually meets his robot. I thought he kind of always had the robot from the beginning. No, nope. like, he, he does meet him. Like even on the original, you, the original series? originals. Oh, I didn't. I didn't actually watch the original series. I only watched the the movie that came out with uh, what's his face and what's his face. <laughs> Um, I think that Robot was always kind of evil, and then he, it breaks apart, and then Will Robinson rebuilds him, and then he's oh, good. From, okay, then he's I good. see, I see. Whereas this one, he's like, just kind of good after he gets blown up and breaks him, and mm-hmm. fixes himself. Yeah, but no, I like it's a good movie. It's visually, I like, I like how visual it is. It's, it's pretty it's cool like, visually. Like it's a locally filmed show here in Vancouver, and. There's only like a couple locations that can kind of like really really like, tell say that it's like oh hey this is where they shot but no other than that it's kind of like well damn it's, it's like they're stuck in a freaking forest <laughs> a forest a different planet but they have like a lot of like open fields and like that uh, a few areas and stuff like that like it just like makes me sit there and be like damn this is actually like really good like visually it's it's great um, cool storyline um the bad the person that plays the bad character on it. Oh my god, she makes me couldn't be more utterly annoying. Oh, she's like, and I like, I, I hope they're doing this on purpose, which I I really hope they do. But it it's doesn't like, get it just, better. I'm it sorry. just makes me just like actually want to go find the person that plays this character, <laughs> knock on her door, and just hit her with a bat oh and be like, goodness. "I'm mad." Like, I have nothing to do with this. Yeah. I am not consenting I'm, to this. Would never game. do that. But anyways, like. But I yes, just, it's true. It, she just like infuriates me. Like and like as I'm watching the show, I'm just like I'm I'm actually getting myself worked up. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're like, yeah, why? And like there's a lot of like we could almost dedicate a whole episode just to this, but hmm. Uh what have you been checking out, Isaiah? Uh I, I finally got to watch the new season of Rested Development. Ooh, how was it? Mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm like the season starts really strong and it's super funny. But then there's like this one scene where it feels like it almost switches. Like there's this long dialogue scene and then suddenly like um I don't know, Ron Howard, because yeah. he narrates it. He doesn't most of the time like it's it's funny because there's banter going on oh, yeah. and then Ron Howard's narration will come in and kind of like, "Haha, it's funny." But they just like they hold on the scene with Michael Sarah and Jason Bateman. Just like going back and forth, mm-hmm. and like the relationship slowly being deteriorated, which is like yeah, which happened in season four, and it's just weird because after that scene, it feels like the whole show sort of changes a little bit. Oh no! And it's I don't know. I'll have to rewatch it again, but like 
I started the season laughing my ass off. And then the last two or three episodes, I just, I was like, I, I had to switch over to the, man, like, uh, the last man, on, like last man on earth. Um, just to get some lols just to, oh before God. I went <laughs> to bed, which have you seen? That's another thing I've been watching uh, with my wife is last man on earth. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. So good. Yeah. So good. Wow. What a clever show too. Cause it's like, there's not a lot of cast because it's about basically a virus hits and kills off everybody except like a couple people. And the characters are all just the worst people. Like the people <laughs> that really should never survive. Oh like my not the engineers, not doctors and stuff. Just people that just like are super wasteful with everything. Yeah. And like they never wash their dishes. They just throw their dishes oh, like no. on the road and break just them. Whatever. <laughs> like that's hilarious. It's actually, but it's good. It's well worth watching out. So yeah. Oh. And that that's okay. on Netflix. On Netflix. Well, same with Lost in Space. That's also on Netflix. Um, and soon Canadian content will be on Netflix. Yeah. See how that um, just get a couple Netflix things in there. Um, anyways, um, thanks for listening. Thanks uh, for listening. If you guys like like the show, like listening to us ramble on, uh, hit the subscribe button. I guess. Uh, I guess you know. If you have any complaints or just want to tell Isaiah that he sucks, you can um, email John personally. You can email me personally at thehollywoodnorth at gmail.com. And you can tell him he sucks. Thanks for listening, everybody. You rock. Keep on rocking. On my (laughs) knocking. Goodbye. Bye.